everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Slash Sanitarium. We are talking about Interview with the Vampire, Episode 5. This one is entitled, A Vile Hunger for Your Hammering Heart. We start the episode with Louis feeding on Rashid, which to me confirms that he is human, or at the very least not a vampire. Daniel is reading off Claudia's list of the final words people have said to her. She only uses descriptive waves to identify the victims, like guy on dock. Daniel says that he can't think of a more fucked up thing, but Rashid tells him his work is no different. What does he think will happen to Louis once the book is published? Rashid says that they will arrive in Dubai, climb up the walls, and paint the walls with Louis' blood. Louis finishes and says that Rashid is opinionated. He then says, what's he taste like? And Daniel says, I didn't ask that, but of course he did in his head. Louis tells him honey and pineapple. Daniel tells him to stay out of his head, and Louis then says 138 pounds. Another answer to a question that Daniel did not voice. This is how much Rashid weighs. All he does is sleep, eat, swim, and pray. Sometimes when he swims twice a day, he might gain a pound. Daniel requests a refill on his drink to get Rashid out of there, and he says that Louisiana is a closed record state, so he can't find the data to back up the claims of the death toll. Louisa says that most cities don't publish such grim details, and they were smart enough to burn or hide the bodies away, so all the victims are just missing. Louis tells Daniel that all humans die died with Claudia with Charlie. He thought she was on a hunger strike, but apparently she was off slaughtering people to cope with the loss. Louis then breaks the neck of a bird, and we are back in the past. He tells Lestat that maybe Lestat can bring one of his kills back so that Claudia can feed. Lestat says that she is not starving, she just waits until he is busy, and Louis is making friends with a rat catcher to do her kills. Lestat runs back and rips off the lid of Claudia's coffin to show that she is in fact not there. He grabs one of her journals and reads from it. It reads, Will I always be a virgin when I do it? Won't my skin grow back down there like my hair does when I cut it off? Which is exactly what, you know, you want to hear about your, albeit adopted, but still daughter. A man asks what day it is as he bleeds out. Claudia tells him January, and he says he always thought it would be summer. She then returns and opens the casket to find Lestat lying in her casket. Louise says they have wasted months of concern on her. She asks if they read all of the journals. Lestat says that he has, most of them written with ungratefulness. Louis says he has not and asks where the bodies are. Claudia claims that the victims are pretend, but Louis tells her no more lies. She says she buried them way out of town. The only people who would find them are criminals burying bodies of their own. She tells Lestat and Louis she hates them both. They ask where she buried them because when the next storm blows in from the gulf, they could be uncovered. And then we, of course, cut to see a field of washed-up corpses. Louis and Lestat meet with Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson is asking for Lestat and Louis to donate to his campaign for Louisiana House of Representatives. He talks about how the other guy running wants to push saloon owners further into the shadows. Mr. Anderson remarks how bad crime has gotten, and he says that 56 bodies were found during the most recent rainstorm. 
Anderson says he thought they might have drowned in the hurricane, but every single one of them has some bit of soft skin cut from them. A finger, a toe, an entire left breast of one woman, all gone. Louis gets up to walk away, and the start causes everyone in the room to freeze. He then cuts across into the cheek of Mr. Anderson, and they leave. Why? I don't know. I'm not sure what this was supposed to be. Obviously, we get the bit of information about Claudia's 56 victims that were found, but I don't know why he would cut his cheek, and why they would just, like, peace out then after that. But, anyway... They head back home to find a police deputy in their home. Habersham says they have had a number of people go missing from the rue, including a young woman two doors down. Claudia laughs behind them, and she says that she let them in and laughs again. The officer says he has a bunch of men searching the house. Another officer calls for Habersham because they have found the incinerator. Lestat claims that they use it for waste and refuse. Louis claims they sell insinuators, and then shrugs at this terrible law. Claudia runs upstairs to go hide the trinkets she has sliced off people. She grabs a finger from her journals, a toe from a music box, and then she opens a drawer on her dresser, which has an entire left titty stored in it. She's really just a serial killer at this point. The officers are still digging around the incinerator as Claudia opens a closet. There is a full-on body inside. But he's not dead yet. She starts to panic and then locks her room. One of the officers busts the door down and Claudia pretends she is changing, which gets them to leave. The man falls out of the closet as the officer closes the door. Habersham says he has to alert the dry office of the fact that there is a wine cellar there, but he will not be contacting child welfare. He doesn't like what is going on there. Louis says he will inform the police chief how the men acted. But Habersham says they ought to add another bed to the master bedroom before they start making accusations. Because being gay carries a five-year prison sentence. Ugh. You want to talk about completely ruining their ruse here. Like, the, the world does not know of the existence of vampires. Even if she's not ruining that, she's got pieces of dead bodies in there. Like, the world knows about serial killers, that's for damn sure. Lestat and Louis chew out Claudia for not only bringing souvenirs into the house, but reminding her that if they, ha they have to spend a day in jail, they will be dead by morning. Lestat tells Louis, you wanted her, you fix her. And Claudia says, who is she supposed to love? Who is her Lestat? Who is her Louis? Who would want her? Perverts? Like the uncle at the rooming house that used to watch her pee? Little boys? Forty years from now, it would still be, be little boys. She screams which one of them was going to fuck her. Lestat says not him, since he likes a fuller figure. And Louis gets upset, but Lestat says that Claudia is being impossible. Claudia says, why can't she just make one? She says it doesn't matter how much blood I give them, they just lie there gasping. Which, of course, means she's attempting to make new vampires. Lestat grabs her arm and sees she has bite marks on it. Claudia asks Lestat to make her one. He says, because you turned out so great. And she tells him that she will go find other vampires then, and he tells her that they would rip her to shreds because she was a mistake. Louis tells her to shut the fuck up. She yells at Louis and Lestat, 
and says that Lestat would deny her one love when he has two. This, of course, gets a look from Louis, and Claudia explains that Lestat also has a white girl down at Algiers who sings torch songs with a flat know-nothing ass. She's been following him. She says that Lestat has gotten tired of her and Louis. Lestat says that he has been amusing himself, and Louis says it's Antoinette, and Lestat claims he'll kill her soon. Funny, like he hasn't said that before. This actually, given the context, what's going on and what the fight is about, it actually felt like a real fight, like a real family fight, albeit with just different topics that you normally would have during a normal fight, but still, it, it did. It felt there was a lot of heated heated moments, there's a lot of like insults being thrown around. Lestat just kind of being a, a petty dick for most of it, it was pretty much on, in line with him. And But it showed a lot, because despite the fact that Lestat is aloof on a lot of the things, the second that he found out that she was trying to make new vampires, he instantly sprang into action because it seems like the making of a vampire is, one, an incredibly important thing, and two, like, she's not going to be able to train a new vampire like Louis was trained by Lestat, or that then, like, she was trained by her, by the two of them. And if the world suddenly knows that vampires exist, well, that's going to make things very fucking difficult for Lestat going forward. Louis finds Claudia packing her shit, and she asks why Louis took her home instead of the hospital. She was breathing, even barely. Maybe by now she would have a good husband instead of this, and Louis doesn't follow her as she leaves the home. Louis tells Daniel that all vampires are born out of trauma, but she was born out of mutual regret. Daniel says, oh, poor thing, she wasn't held enough between ritualistic murders. Louis reminds him that Claudia spent five years with no friends being locked in puberty. Daniel says that Claudia makes Louis and Lestat look like a bunch of whiny queens, while Claudia would push so many more books if he just focused on her. Louis tells him to put the journals in a good context, and Daniel says, sure, they will inspire a line of sexy Claudia Halloween costumes or get suburban kids to start beheading their victims. Once you put it out there, it's the world that decides what it is. Louis tells him to keep reading. We go back again, as the stat tells Louis that they should assume they are being watched and their wealth will not shield them from this. He says they should leave town and start again. Lestat wants to dismantle Claudia's room, but Louis refuses. He says that she will be back, but Lestat doesn't think so. They had to remain underground for seven years. Louis would walk the streets sending out telepathic apologies, but Claudia has blocked him. We see what Claudia's been up to. She leaves a library, and a jock walks up and says that she doesn't belong there. She claims her mother cleans the school, and she reads in there when she, well, she wants. She waits. The guy grabs her bag and finds a book that she has taken with her. He, of course, calls her a thief and says he's going to turn her in. And then a guy on a motorcycle pulls up and asks what the jock is going to do after turning her in. The jock says this is our school, and a motorcycle guy telepathically tells Claudia, Are you hungry? He then lets his vampire fangs out, and Claudia gets excited to have found another vampire. At first, when this guy rolled up, 
helmet still on and he responded to something the jock was saying i was like there's no way he could have fucking hurt him but once you see he's a vampire it's like oh okay yeah he totally could have hurt him Lestat and louis are holed up in their home and louis is spending his time reading all the books in the library Lestat says that he ha- was about to light himself on fire to see if Louis would notice, and Louis says that he took Claudia from him, and Lestat says he is so sick of hearing about her. The motorcycle vampire finishes burn- burning the jock as Claudia wears his letterman jacket. The vampire says he got to watch his own funeral. He was in his casket and almost got buried alive, and Claudia asks what his maker was like. He says his maker was European and strange. He asks about Louis calling out every night, and she said, uh, and he was excited that there may be be three of them out there. The man says his name is Bruce, which of course she laughs at. She says he doesn't kill like a Bruce, he kills like a killer. Bruce hands her a book on etiquette. He sits down next to her and says that she should read up on how to be a nice young lady. Bruce says he's been following her for the past five or six different colleges that she's been at. He puts his arm around her, and she says she is 104 years old. She elbows him and runs to the other side of the fire. He runs up and kicks her leg, breaking it. She asks why he would do that, and he says that she was going to run away otherwise. So, Lestat actually was kind of right that the other vampires out there were not going to be as kind as he and Louis were to her. And here you've got Bruce, who instantly is trying to claim that Claudia is not acting ladylike, despite the fact that she is a killer. And, of course, then breaks her leg so that she can't run away from him. The fact that he said that his maker was European and strange, I don't know if that's supposed to allude to the fact that he might be Lestat's, one of one of the ones he has made or if it's just a, a way to kind of say like the european vampires when they create people like they don't always treat them or teach them to be nice to other vampires back at the present time and daniel sees that there are four pages ripped out of the journal louis says he will not exploit claudia Daniel says that it doesn't seem like she tore them out, and Louis is boring a hole into the table that they are sitting at with his finger. Daniel asks him to tell him exactly what happened. And then we see Daniel's hand starts to shake. It doesn't just start to shake, it starts banging the table. Louis tells him not to ask again, and then Louis lets Daniel go, as Rashid walks up and apologizes on behalf of Louis. Daniel gets up, walks over, and straight slaps Louis in the face. He sits back down and says they're still recording. I thought we were past this. (laughs) This was supposed to be the more open Louis, but here he is completely just fucking with Daniel to get him to stop asking about certain things, which is like, "Eh, he's a reporter, that's what he's supposed to do. Louis reads from a newspaper. Students at Vanderbilt would be found with their heads down, on campus, and the teachers would think that they were just lost in their studies, but when one of them would go to wake them up, they would already be dead. Similar events happened in Jefferson City, the University of Alabama, and Charleston City. Lestat watches a woman outside for a bit, and tells Louis that, unlike Claudia, he is a full-bodied adult with the correct appendages, and if his stuff doesn't continues to go unused, he will find something to do about it. 
He leaves as Louis continues to read the paper. So Lestat goes out on a hunt, and Louis gets a call from Grace. She tells him that the crash cleaned them out, so they're heading to Boston to start again. She then remarks about how the thing before her is not Louis, but something that took him over. She said that she prayed herself old, trying to figure out what to do for him, but God never answered, so this is how it has to be. She's leaving, and won't be seeing him again. She gives Louis a kiss on the cheek and walks away with Levy. We then see that Claudia is actually there watching all of this. So, she mentions in voiceover that she finally figured out why she was made. She was made to be Louis's sister. Claudia proceeds to return home to find Louis on the couch. He hugs her and she cries in his arms. Lestat then turns off the music that was playing, and Claudia says she has come to apologize. And Lestat says he does not accept her apology. He asks how college was, and Claudia talks about the different books that she has read regarding vampires. She's decided that she's going to head to Europe to find them. Lestat says she is just having a quick stop at home to do laundry, but Claudia says, no, I'm actually here to pick up Louis. Lestat refuses to talk to her about the European vampires, and he simply says that they're vicious. He remarks that, he, that she has learned that already, though, and Claudia says that Lestat is just scared. He asks her how Charlie tasted, like the love she will never have, and Claudia tells Louis to leave with her. Lestat grabs her by the neck, and then Louis yells to get the fuck off of her, and he grabs Lestat, and they proceed to fight. Lestat starts beating on Louis and throws Claudia against a wall. Then he throws Louis all over the house again, and Lestat drags his bloody body down the street. Claudia runs after him and tells him to leave Louis alone. Lestat said it was never about her, and Lestat bites Louis and flies off with him. In the air, he continues to drain Louis, and Lestat stops before killing him and tells him that he has been patient and has waited for Louis to love him like he loves Louis. Lestat wants him to say he is never going to love him, and Louis tells him to let him go. Lestat then lets him fall back down to the ground. Louis falls on the ground near Claudia, and she runs up and cries over him. Lestat comes back down and stares at Claudia as the episode ends. So there's a turn. There is the real Lestat coming out. He obviously was hanging on to Antoinette because she would appear to be in love with him the way that he loves loves Louis. Whereas Louis obviously never really got to that point. And I'm sure that kind of eats at Lestat a little bit. And then with Claudia coming in, it was sort of the replacement for Louis, like uh, the hole in his heart, the part of him that he was missing, that Lestat felt that he should fill. So now we have the, like, Louis and Claudia versus Lestat going on, and we know that Louis obviously survives because we continue to see him in modern times, so him getting pulled up into the air and then dropped, like, you never feel like he's in danger, obviously. Do you feel that Claudia's in danger? Of course, because at any point in time, she could get killed. Lestat, I'm not sure if 
we're going to continue with him being alive in present time, but I but there's so much more to his story than just this. We know that. We've seen if you have read any of the books, if you've seen the other movies, stuff like that, there's much more with him without Louise, so we know eventually that these two are going to break apart. Now, Louis and Claudia going around Europe to try to find different vampires is a very interesting prospect. And uh, we'll see. But first, of course, they have to do something about the fact that Lestat looks like he wants to kill both of them. So, we only have two episodes left this season, which is kind of a shame. It is a shorter season. It's only seven episodes long. But, uh, for sure, obviously, after covering the finale of this, we'll be back for the next season of it as well and for any news that happens to come up in between. But for now, thank you for listening, and I will see you on the next one. Bye-bye.